friends. Welcome to another episode of the That Sounds Fun podcast. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. Four weeks in a row, you guys. Are you impressed or what? What a fun couple of weeks we've had. We started out with Mike and Molly Grayson from Grayson Reed. I hope you've enjoyed that conversation and have gotten a chance to grab that album. And then Rebecca Lyons, who I love her new book, You Are Free, is incredible. I loved it. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. And then last week with the She Reads Truth Girls talking about Lent. So welcome to March 2nd, the second day of Lent. Or is it the first day of Lent officially since yesterday was Ash Wednesday? Well, I should probably sort that out. But day one and or day two of Lent. Um, I'm excited to hear from you guys what how you're going to celebrate it and observe it and and just kind of make Lent a part of your life. In the background singing to us is our sweet friend, Ellie Holcomb. And her new album, Red Sea Road, is just unbelievable. And I had the chance, finally, you guys tell me all the time when I ask, who do you want on the show? All over and over again, people say, why has Ellie not been on the show yet? And the answer is because I failed you. But now I have no longer failed you because... We have an entire conversation today with Ellie Holcomb about her new record, Red Sea Road, about her husband, Drew, and his incredible music. His band is called Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors, and they're really awesome as well. So um, I apologize in advance because Ellie and I cried. We just kind of got into it, and it got real. So that is what you have coming your way. Some laughs, some tears, and a really, really fun conversation with our sweet friend, Ellie Holcomb. Ellie, I'm so glad to finally have you on the podcast. I'm so glad to be here. I mean, you're on every episode. The people know your name <laughs> as well as they know my name because you're on every episode. But we have a very special podcast today because producer Chad brought us donuts. Mm. Are you enjoying yours? I, I already finished mine. <laughs> I am. I'm in process. It's what really kind good. did you get? Um, I think this is like a a, a sea salt chocolate. Mm, well done. Donut? Five daughters, ma'am. Aren't they the ones, I may be wrong about this, aren't they the ones that were on Shark Tank or something? Were they on something? I think they were. They were on something before they got to Nashville. I don't really either. It stresses me out a lot. Do you, why don't you watch it? It just makes me nervous. Yeah. But honestly, I just don't watch it because I don't watch real TV that much. What do you watch? Oh, kid TV? Well, yeah, Emily Lou thinks that my favorite show is Daniel Tiger TV. <laughs> well, it is, isn't it? You love that guy. <laughs> oh, he is good. Yeah, he teaches. But you do lots you watch? Do you just watch Netflix? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's okay. what. I, but I guess is Shark Tank on Netflix. Maybe I don't know. Look it up, guys. Everybody, everybody, check out Shark Tank on your local Netflix. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like it, but it does it does stress me out a little bit. I, I literally just watched. Um, one like the my first episode of Shark Tank like last week because Drew's for? parents were in town and they love that show. Oh, do they? Were they so in they, town when he was sick or after? After he was sick. Yes. I mean, he got so sick, and then y'all went to Argentina. Yeah, like you do. <laughs> Welcome to my family, man. That was crazy. It was crazy. Does he feel better? He he does. His immune system is really down. And did you know in Nashville right now, like four schools are shut down because of sickness. No way. It's like the this flu, there's a really bad, two strains of the flu going around. And so, so they just have to stop school because they just have to. Like, so it's people, like outbreak. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's like outbreak. Really I did bad. actually see on the television this morning on the news, or last night, that like at going toward Kentucky, there's like four counties who shut down. Who shut down? Yeah. That's crazy. That's so crazy. we've had that in... Um, our house, like our kids, my, both of our kids, Andrew have been sick. Oh my gosh! But compared to how he was in December, right? 
He's great. Yeah, you're like, he is healthy as a horse compared <laughs> to what we walk through in the winter. I mean, wh- what was that like for you, for him to be so sick? Your album's getting ready to come out. Mm-hmm. Y'all have this 10th anniversary, 10th anniversary trip mm-hmm, to yeah. Argentina. Like, tell me about that season. What was what was going on in your heart and all that? Yeah, so um, just to, for those of you who don't know or follow me on Instagram, my husband had a really rare form of viral meningitis. So he... Um, basically had the worst migraine of his life for 10 days. We were talking to doctors some in the middle of that. And on the 10th day, he couldn't, he was like collapsing on the floor and throwing up. It was really like scary. And so, um, we were in the ER and you know, it was so, I'm getting ready to release this record in January, Red Sea Road. And I wrote the record, um, through a really like heartbreaking two years for our community. Mm -hmm. And then my, I it was like the Lord was like, here, I'm going to show you all these things about who I am in the middle of suffering. Mm. And then here, you're going to walk through, then you're going to have to need to remember it. Yeah. Again. And yeah. so it was so, it was, um, this sounds crazy to say, but, um, that time in the hospital was so scary and hospital yeah. hospitals in general are like, not my cup of tea. Sure. Like I just, I'm not, not a hospital person. I feel really uncomfortable like medicine shots freak me out. Yeah. I always want to like pass out when I see needles. Sure. So, um, I just, it was a really, it was one of the coolest things because, um, in the hospital room, you know, you're just exhausted. You're scared. And all of a sudden, all of these, um, the scripture that I've memorized over the past eight years with mm-hmm. a friend of mine who battles depression, it was, I didn't pack my Bible, you know, like, yeah. and we were rushing out the door to the hospital and all of these promises of God were like, I just was speaking them out over yeah. my husband and over my own like fearful, shaky heart. And so um, it so was you were literally really, like saying out loud. Oh, yeah. God, here's what's true. Here's what's true. Yeah. Uh, and and it was it was a beautiful it, it turned out to be even though it was really scary. Mm-hmm. I felt like I got to live in a in a even more personal way. The truth that I learned and experienced over the past two years like the Lord was like lest you forget right here's who I am in the middle of things that you don't understand and that you don't have control over yeah here's who I am I'm right here with you and um so it was a really it was um yeah it was a really beautiful journey and then you know we thought we've been planning a trip to Argentina and Chile for, we decided every five years we'd take an adventure yeah and so we literally spent five years saving and planning for our next yeah. trip. And so we had been planning for five years to do this trip. We thought for sure we wouldn't get to go. Right. And we could not believe it when the doctor cleared us to go. Yeah, the doctor was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I know. It's been a very rare version of viral meningitis. But go ahead. Go ahead. It's go to fine. South America. You're fine. <laughs> Fly to the bottom of the earth. Right, right. It'll it's going to be good. It's going to be, you've got my number if you need me. Oh, man. It, it and was, he was fine? He was totally fine. And That's amazing. Um, really, like we had to, we like we were going to take an 18-mile hike. We couldn't do that, which really, honestly, I was kind of glad It's fine. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Drew <laughs> feels terrible. We're just going to. He's been really sick. We're going to lay by the I pool. I think we can do yeah, all yeah. 18. Yeah. Um, but, so we, we scaled back some of the things that we were going to do um, just in terms of like, you know, um, boldness yeah sure <laughs> you know like we're danger like, and danger the extending your body's 
right. normal too what they far. Can do. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, so we, but so we did like adjust some of that stuff. But it was, I, I think, honestly, it just made. Um, he came home two days before Christmas, and then. Um, January 5th we left and it was like oh the gosh. sweetest Christmas we've ever had because yeah. I think when I guess you're just reminded that there are no guarantees mm-hmm. in this life our right. days all of our days are numbered we don't know you know we just don't know but we do know who Jesus is mm-hmm. and we do know him to be really near in in yeah. times like that so it yeah. just it was like the sweetest Christmas ever and then like the trip was made even sweeter because we thought one, Drew might not be alive. And right. then two, like, um, we definitely thought we weren't going to get yeah, to take like, that. If, so if it was, he lives through this, we for sure aren't going to Argentina. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it was just, we were like, we're here. Yeah. There's breath in our lungs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's climb a mountain for a second and then turn around <laughs> and go back down. <laughs> and then get in a four-wheeler and let yeah, him drive us back it's down. Fine. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What What was Argentina like? Was it cool? It's like I've never been down the there. The most beautiful. I okay. There are. I've never seen. Have you ever seen a glacier? I've I never, don't think that I have. No, I've never seen. They're not common here in the south. <laughs> right, right. We're fresh out here in Tennessee, <laughs> landlocked southern cut state. But I literally like. Um, but I don't think I've ever my seen little one. girl loves Frozen, and I was yeah. like, this is where Elsa lives. <laughs> it is like, it's just. It's sort of. It was like a week of. Of like I couldn't I kept telling Drew like can you believe this I can't like my eyes couldn't take in just the majesty and the beauty and I felt like I got to spend a week like hearing creation sing Mm. and the song was turned up like real you know when you're like jamming out in your car you're like this song is everything (laughs) that's how it felt for 10 days I'm like this is everything yeah Ellie I think that's one of the things we love about each other it's similar about us is that nature can be like just so loud like that I feel I mean I I can look at a sunrise or a sunset and fall apart I mean it's just so easy to be like oh my gosh all of this all of this is the Lord's and he did it so I can't imagine it's really big and I'm really small and he still sees and knows and loves me it just right and I'm more value he says I'm more valuable than and it yeah so it just uh yeah it was yeah I'm so I love that about you. Yeah, well, and I, I love that and about he you writes. Too. I love it. He writes his story and his love all over the right. earth. And so right. I just I'm so grateful. And so you've never seen anything like it. Had uh-uh. Drew seen a glacier before? No, he hadn't. No. And we got to trek on a glacier. Oh yeah, I saw there was one you where have you to were use jumping. Trek. You have to use trek, oh, trek. instead well, of walk. Clearly, because you weren't just walking. Really, it was just really it was just walk. We right. actually were just walking. <laughs> but didn't you have on like special shoes? Uh, yeah, with sharp they're, things they're called, on them crampons which really what rhymes with that something. can't be that can't be true <laughs> they're called crampons, crampons yeah i'm no. pretty sure i was like is it not clamp and they're like no it's cramp. <laughs> right you're like no 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 i actually it's know it's a sign of things to come right. like i'm gonna cr-. um but it it is really um and they were so encouraging too you know like they're like yes so you have to walk like really like upright and your feet very far apart from each other because it's basically like spikes, really uh-huh. big spikes on the bottom of. So if you trip and fall and step on your toe, it's not oh, a good situation. Right. So you have to like really keep your feet apart. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's kind of like walking. I think maybe this is why they call it trekking because it's kind of like walking, but you're in a constant like kind of squat because you have to bend your knees. Is it like you your, like super 
cute. Yeah, yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> is it like you like the videos of the monster walking? What's he called? The um, abominable. Snowing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how they walk and their <laughs> yeah. arms are real far out. No, yeah, it kind of does feel like that. You're kind of yeah. like bouncing, but it's not. It's really just like walking. Bigfoot. In. That's the other Bigfoot. one I'm thinking of. Bigfoot. Probably more that. Yeah. Than the, <laughs> well, the same. I was, I was picturing Rudolph. the same thing. I, as soon as you said it, that's exactly <laughs> what I pictured as well. I so yes, I know. Okay, so you had to trek. Yeah. With crampons but it was like it was easy you know like it was not it was not hard and the coolest thing about Patagonia and like you know like when you like are in the gas station and you see like fresh mountain water sure literally you there's no marketing you just literally put your water bottle in the streams up there because it's all Drew loved that didn't he he did, oh and my so, gosh. Did I. so did I. I, I have a picture of me. I'll send it to you. Yeah. I have a picture of me in like it looks fake. It's like blue, 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 blue water, really? and it just is the way the light reflects off yeah. of it up there, and so but pure. It, and you just literally, they're like, "Are you thirsty? Dip your water in this <laughs> stream or waterfall and yeah. drink it." Yeah, and it is like it, the water is fantastic. It's all filtered. Anyway, it it's like naturally filtered. That's incredible. Water. How, this is a ridiculous question. How long did it take you to fly there? Oh, yeah. Um, 10 hours, and I actually passed out on the flight. What? Ellie, you haven't told me that. No, you passed out on the people. flight? I did. I I got really hot, um, oh and I gosh. I had a glass of wine with my dinner, which I, I do from time to time. Sure. But then I, I made the mistake of taking NyQuil, so I guess like... Wine and NyQuil are not a good combination. Just and public you just service announcement. Out cold. Um, well, I had to go to the restroom, and I got. I think what actually happened, like I don't think that, like I had NyQuil like two hours after sure. the wine, so yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, that yeah. that was you didn't, actually like, swallow it. With, it but I'll never. Yeah. I didn't like take NyQuil yeah, yeah, yeah. with a glass. Yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I did. So I did it like two hours after we finished watching a movie. But I woke up. I was really hot, and I stood up really fast. So I guess the like all the blood rushed to my head and I don't remember. I, I literally, like I remember walking down the aisle and then I don't remember passing out, but I just woke up and a guy was really looking over me, really concerned. It was dark. Everyone was asleep. So nobody really saw me. Oh, that's kind of nice. The guy that I, yeah, it is really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, for you, for you. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Thank you. That I passed out in darkness. Yes, um, yes, yes. But he was handing me a pillow and I remember, you know, when you feel so cramped on a flight, you've been in like, I was in yeah. the middle seat, like yeah. in between two people. And I remember like all I wanted to do was put like, I just was like, thank you so much. And I remember having the thought, like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to sleep right here in the aisle. It feels so good to stretch out. Oh my out. gosh. And then I had the wherewithal to be like, you, what I am can't. I doing down here? Yeah. <laughs> was the guy helping you? Did he, was he a flight attendant or was he just no, a guy No, he was just a passenger. Plane? He was like, are you okay? Oh my gosh. And I was like, I don't. I so what'd you do? Did you stand I up? I just got, I stood up and I ran to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> And hid for 30 minutes. It's fine. Don't worry totally about fine. It. it feels really natural. I would have done the literal exact same thing. I would have hid for sure. Oh, man. Is that not crazy? So did you ever tell the flight attendants? Did anybody ever check I on you? Went, I did go and talk to the flight attendant. And I was like, I am I am I okay? I've never passed out before in my life. And he was like, did you stand up really fast to go to the bathroom? I was like, yeah. He was like, did you have a glass of wine at dinner? I was like, yeah. He was like, did you also take NyQuil or oh, some sleeping no pill? way. I was like, yeah. He was like, this happens all the time. <gasps> Oh, he's like, like oh. I, it's not that I've been watching you. It's so, that this is like safety announcement. The, yeah, the math <laughs> equation of guaranteeing you pass out on a flight. 
you fell on the floor and some guy crazy? helped you and it wasn't even drew like drew didn't even know drew didn't even know i went and like got back in my seat and i was like just so you know i just passed out but i'm fine <laughs> i was laying on the floor of the plane <laughs> and in the bathroom for 30 minutes <laughs> but it felt good to stretch you know? <laughs> And no one was knocking on the door. So I, I can't, right. I mean, they're there. all asleep, except the guy who's like, now she's passed out. If I'd have been the guy who helped you <laughs> and you were in the bathroom for a half an hour, I'd have knocked on the door after six minutes because I'd have been like, she's dead. I did wonder if he worried about me. And for I almost sure went did, to right? tell him I was okay. But I actually, like, even Didn't went know. across the other side of the plane because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's he'll fine. just live his life. Not yeah. knowing. Yeah. Man, that junk happens to me on the plane all the time where something will happen and I'll go, well, I'm never going to know the end of I'm this never story. I'm going to know the end. So, guy on the plane, <laughs> if you If you happen to me, be a That Sounds Fun podcast you. listener. <laughs> thank you for helping me and God bless you. God bless you. Send me your email. You, I'd love to mail you a present. <laughs> Over a email, a donut. Yeah, we'll send you a we'll send you a donut for your sacrifice. That can you imagine looking over on a plane and you've like, oh, stretching, waking up. There's a girl on the floor. There's a girl laying on the floor. She's just I don't laying know, there. I don't know how long I was there. I wonder. Maybe that's why I, I was handing me his pillow. Maybe he thought you were sleeping there. <laughs> maybe he thought she like well that girl because you must have quietly <laughs> laid down because if you'd have like crashed to the floor, people, it'd have been a quick response. I guess so. So you must have just like crumpled. Oh, Ellie, what I would give to have seen that. <laughs> I know I do. Wish I, I'm like, no one was filming because everyone was right, asleep. Right, right. That's, that's better. I mean, I want less people seeing that happen to Thank you. you. Thank um, you. I want one person filming it <laughs> for us, not for the public. Not for public, but for us. So it's a 10-hour flight to Patagonia straight from well, Oh, what? no. Actually, it's it's probably more like 15. It's a 10-hour flight to Santiago. Okay. Which I really like. From seeing. Nashville or from? From, I think, like Dallas. Okay, so y'all like, went so Nashville, Dallas, Dallas, Santiago, Santiago. And then Santiago, Puerto Arenas, okay. which is literally like, it, once you're in Puerto Arenas, it's literally the bottom of South America. Oh, my gosh. And it's like That's a so two-and-a-half cool. boat ride to Antarctica. No way. Yes. Hours or days? Two and a half hours? Hours. To Antarctica? <gasps> but y'all didn't go. You weren't like, I mean, Mm-mm. we might as well. We're this we, close. We're so close to the bottom of the earth. But then again, he has been sick. So you yeah, don't need to like. You don't want to push it. And are there penguins down there? I think there are. Oh, lots of penguins. Yeah. And lots of, um, they're called wanakos. And they're like baby, well, they're not baby. They're, they're all baby, baby llamas. They never grow <laughs> They never grow up. <laughs> They are literally, there are like thousands. We saw, it almost felt like uh, Africa or something, like a safari yeah. kind of thing because yeah. they are everywhere. So we got to. How small is baby size llama? Um, like a dog? Mm, like a really big dog. Like a Great Dane. No mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Just They're piles so, of tiny llamas. Piles of tiny llamas. Oh, are that's so the cute. coolest. Literally, again, you're like, is this real? Right. There's tiny llamas everywhere. That is unreal. That's unbelievable. It's I'm going to have to Google them. It's wonderful. They're yeah. like tall dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my other favorite part where we we uh, stayed in a yurt. Oh, really? Which There's is... There's a commercial that makes a joke about staying in a yurt. Because isn't it like <laughs> a... It's like a circle. It's like a circle with sort of... Well, it's usually, I think, typically they're open on the top, but there was like yeah. a plastic 
dome or whatever so you yeah. can see the stars. But that was really, really cool. Well, did you have to share it with humans or was it just the two of you? Just me and Drew. That's good. Cause with, like, I just shared it with my favorite human. Right, right, right. <laughs> with the one you've chosen to share yurts with yeah. for your whole life. I think y'all said <laughs> that in your um, vows. I will always pick you to share a yurt with. I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Will you share a yurt with Drew? I will. I, I will. Um, okay, so I stayed in a yurt. Does, is there a bathroom in there and a kitchen? Mm-hmm. Is it like a Not house? a kitchen, not a kitchen. Were just, you glamping? We were, yeah, it was like glamping. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, exactly like that. It was just glamping. Yeah. Okay. Y'all are way adventurous. I like that about you. I want to be that way. I feel pushed by good, in a good way. I feel pushed by people to be more adventurous. Yeah. I think there's something, here's why I like it. Like our fifth year we did, um, we did, we hiked in Mont Blanc. There's this like trek that goes, you know, the Paramount pictures with the mountains and the stars around it. That mountain is Mont Blanc. Okay. And so we. What country? Sorry. Hiked. Well, we were in three, we hiked through three different countries basically in the Alps. And so we were France, um, and then Italy and Switzerland and back yeah. to France. And it was like 130 miles. Oh, my God. So it was like really hard. Yeah. And so there's something about doing something really hard and then being in nature and you mm-hmm. feeling really small and remembering mm-hmm. that God is really big. And then there's something, too, about getting to know people who are totally different than you, yeah. who have a different worldview, who come from a different country and culture. Yeah, because I guess in both experiences, you're not. it's not just the two of you and a guide. It's like a... Group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Group. Yeah. And so it is, I just, we love, we love being stretched in, mm-hmm. in that way. Did anybody in Patagonia know who you were? Actually, yeah. One, we <laughs> did have two people who knew who we that were. That is so is interesting. Great, great. Yeah. So they, they, you walk, they walk up and y'all are like backpacks on and they're like, are you Drew and Ellie Holcomb? Yeah. It was more, um, we were Because your husband, Drew, we should say, is also a musician. Yes. Drew Holcomb yeah. and the Neighbors, which are and incredible. A, yeah. Thank you. I love them. I love them so too. much. And he's, so good. he's really recognizable because he has a pretty fierce spirit. Yeah, he does. He does. So I can't imagine like, him without it. In fact, I know. Yeah. yeah. It's been, it's been eight years since he, oh my gosh, since he started building, building it, building the beard. <laughs> <laughs> That's his next album title, building the beard. Um, okay. So y'all are just in conversation and then they said, we know who you are. Yeah. Th- just, yeah. It was, a, it, they were very, very, very sweet about it. Yeah. So that is so Isn't that funny. Crazy? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. wild. He, yeah. It's, it's humbling actually. Yeah. I know when people speak to me at airports or in public places, I'm always like, it is so nice that you think that I am worth walking up to. Like that something in my life or something in our relationship Mm -hmm. online or through books has led you to believe, yes, has connected you in a way that said, not only do I want to tell Annie this, but I can, I can walk up to her and she will be glad I did. Absolutely. I'm always like, Oh, I'm so glad I know, you and did that. A lot that. of times people apologize. They're like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, please don't be sorry. Right. Like, or when people say, I'm so sorry. I know this story. Cause I read it in your book. I'm like, well, you didn't read my journal. You read a book. You read a book. I put it out there on purpose. I knew, I knew what <laughs> yeah. I was doing. I knew yeah. exactly what I was doing. Like, oh no. Right. That got in there. Right. The hard time. In fact, I would say the hardest story in looking, no, and let's all be brave. I read to you and Kelly and Amanda, our writing group first. I remember. So we when we, go, we wept our way through it. Right. So, so those are the times it's hard to, when people say, I know that story is the first time you say it to people, not the, you know, right. not when it's yeah, in the book. Not when it's I've worked, I've worked through it. I've worked I hope. through ish. Um, okay. Let's talk about Red Sea Road. I mean, it's just so good, Ellie. Thank you. I just love it. That um, I build a playlist every season 
um, of like spring, summer, winter, fall, just for myself of like, yep. this feels like the theme of what God's doing. And, mm. and like your songs keep every time I would, I should add this one to the spring 2017 one. I should oh, add this one to the spring 27, but it started with the first one. I didn't know I find you here. Oh man. Ellie. That song. <laughs> that song. Uh, well, tr- true confessions. I walked in this morning. Oh yeah, into my house. house. Yeah, and I got off a phone call, and literally my song started playing on my phone. I was like, "Well, yes. that's embarrassing." <laughs> I, was I was listening listening to myself to my own song, but it's so it's so crazy because, and you know this, you write the things that God is revealing to you that's and right. teaching you. That's right. And it's and a lot of times for me, it's the things that my very own weary soul needs to hear. Yeah. And so a lot of the days, like, you know, when I'm forgetful of the truth or when I'm facing things that feel overwhelming to me, which was not this podcast. Don't worry. Thank I was like, you. Oh, <laughs> when I'm going to go talk to Annie. Please, Lord. So, but we've been in a season where my whole family's been sick and, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I'm a worrier. And so I just, yeah. I was like, you know what? I need to remind myself of this song. So it feels a little yeah. weird. To listen to no. yourself, but in the same breath, I'm like, I need to. We're, that's what we're all supposed to do: is preach the gospel and the truth. To oh, how own. many times do I say Psalm 103 to myself? Rejo- <sighs> you know, it says, "Find." I can't think of it right now. How many times do I say it? But not right now. What is it? Find rest of my. No, no, no. Rejo- 103. Yeah, I don't have a song about that. Praise the Lord, oh my Praise soul. Praise the Lord, oh my, my soul. Yeah. Yes. Don't forget His benefits. Yes, that's what I did. Clearly, all of your oh. sins. Who heals all your diseases, redeems who redeems your life, your life from the pit, pit yeah. and who crowns you with his love. Yeah, I know, I know. I clearly couldn't remember it in the moment, but I do say <laughs> it a lot, like rejoice and like say to myself, remember, remember rejoice. who he yeah. is. Yeah. So who said that? There's so, I always quote this and I always want to know who said it first because it wasn't me, but like our work as believers is to remember. Yeah. Our yeah. work is, and that's like what they did. And even in the Old Testament, like build an all, like, Set stones, yep. Ebenezer stones, so you yeah. remember what God did, yeah. what who he is and who he's promised him. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Lisa Harper says, re-gospel yourself over Ooh. and over again, right? You have to re-gospel Ooh. yourself. And that, like, I do. So you listening to your own music, I'm like, it could be it could be anyone who wrote those words. You still needed to hear I them need today. To hear, yeah, and it just so happened that you're the one who wrote it yeah. and sang it. So, yep. yep. I listen to a lot of music. I mean, music. Well, and then like scripture. I just mm-hmm. I'm if if I am not putting that in, yeah. I just forget. I you just... are one of the best at it right now to me oh. in in this space or whatever on in my ears of taking scripture and putting it to music in a way that I want to keep listening to it and but I'm accidentally hearing the absolute truth absolute truth yeah but that's it that's it his word it yeah. doesn't come back void and that uh, find you here comes out of Philippians 4 4 through 7 mm-hmm. rejoice in the Lord always I'll say it again rejoice let your gentleness be evident to all the Lord is near don't yeah. worry about anything but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God and that peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And I will never, um, I, I definitely have a story about this song, but I will never forget reading this verse in a Beth Moore study. Yeah. Breaking free. Oh yeah. And she has you write. She goes, okay, if this is a doctor, this is like a prescription for peace. Yeah. Like this is God's prescription for peace. Here's what you need to do. If you would like peace in your life, she's like, will you please write the opposite of this oh, verse interesting. down? Like paraphrase this yeah. and write the opposite. So don't be thankful for anything. 
Like, right. worry complain. a lot. Worry. Yeah. Complain. Worry. I'll say it again. Keep worrying. Yeah. Um, the Lord isn't anywhere near you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pray or ask him for help about anything. Don't be thankful. And your stomach will be like in knots all the time. <laughs> yeah. It felt like Beth Moore's little manicured hands. Like right. literally like I, it felt like it was reaching up out of her Bible study and like slapping me across the yeah. face. Like, yeah. Hey, I know that this is a hard command because it mm. does. It feels hard to rejoice. Always feels yeah. really, especially in light of some of the stuff that life can throw at you. Yeah. It's just like rejoice in this Lord. Right. Um, but I love that he follows that command with, the Lord is near. Mm-hmm. He's near. Mm-hmm. And we always have a reason because he's near and because of what he's done on the cross to, to be glad and to sing and to yeah. have hope. So I'm so, it's, I just need to be reminded of that because mm-hmm. I forget. Mm-hmm. What, which song on the album is your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Can you do that? I don't know. I know it's like picking kids, right? It's like saying which book is your favorite. I know, right? Or which talk is your favorite. But right. um, I think, I think honestly, I, I mean, this the most personal song for me is find you here i wrote yeah. that in um in the wake of my dad being diagnosed with cancer and my mom and dad's response i mean nobody's ever ready for that phone call i remember when i got the text from dad the test came back here's yeah. here's the deal and i was in it makes me want to be so compassionate to people on planes i was in line for a southwest flight oh wow and i just was literally like you know, I mean, you're just not, it right just away. hits you like yeah. a train and you're just saw, you're walking on a plane, everybody's looking at you and just tears are streaming down your face. Mm. And so, um, I will never forget about a week after they got the diagnosis, um, mom and dad, my mom, they just wanted to host a praise and worship night at their yeah. house. And they have this amazing community. They just are open-armed people. So it's like kind of this ragtag yeah. group of people, like the person that sprayed their house for bugs, they invited. Oh, you know, like of just, course. They're like, come one and come right, all. Right, right. Um, young and old. And um, and I have this image of them, and I will never, I will never forget this, but I got to watch my mom and dad literally run with their into like basically complete darkness. It looked, yeah. it was pretty aggressive, whatever was going on with my dad. It did yeah. not, we didn't have any, there's so many questions, so many unanswered questions, so many unknowns. Yeah. So they didn't know anything of how this journey would play out. Right. And they literally ran into all of that darkness with their hands raised in the air, praising God. Yeah. And it was this posture of, it, it was the most, it looked like the most, crazy i'm like this is the most unnatural response to right. this kind of right thing i'm like right. what in the world but it felt irresistible to not just follow them yeah and um they took this posture of hope not a hope that is ignoring the suffering ahead of them but a hope that's like looking at the suffering dead in the eyes and saying this whatever this is this isn't the end of the story because yeah. of who jesus is and yeah. because of what that's he's right. done on the cross that's and right. because he walked out of a grave yeah and i I mean, we experience the presence and the peace of God, that Philippians 4, 4 peace that does not make any sense right? Um, in a way that will mark me for the rest of my life. Mm, yeah. And I, I just, I couldn't, I could not believe the peace that we were feeling. And I was feeling so scared Yeah, and the peace that just replaced that fear and flooded it out and flushed mm. it out. I've. I'll never, I'll never forget it. And so, um, 
I just got to live like a very visceral, very real, palpable um, experience of that verse being true. Yeah. And so I think for me, when I'm facing, the, that's why I'm listening to the song this morning when I'm like, oh, yeah. my kids are sick. And, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to rejoice and I'm going to yeah. remember who yeah. you are, Lord. That's right. I know. I know. I, um, one of the things I'm doing for Lent Lent starts, this podcast comes out March 2nd. So Lent started yesterday, technically. Um, But one of the things I'm doing for Lent is I just went through a season where God kind of was really faithful in some things. And And I said yesterday to our friends, Dave and Annie, I said, no matter what, this will mark me forever. Right. This God's faithfulness in this will mark me forever. So what I'm doing for Lent is writing. I'm taking time every day and writing every detail of the story as oh, much as I can remember. Because I'm like, yes. I say I'll never forget and I'll never. I mean, my soul will never forget right. that God is a God we can believe. Yeah. But I think there are details I will forget the farther away I get Absolutely. from it. And so I'm like, no, I'm writing every word of it down because I have to re-gospel myself about this in six minutes from now. <laughs> you know, like I have to remind myself again. No, that's it. Right? That's it. I mean, Israel, that's Israel, right? Right. Like it, I, I'm so thankful for the Bible and the, the like long trajectory of God's people right. is forgetting. Right. How many times, <laughs> so do you ever good. say that to yourself? I always say like, I am such an Israelite. I've forgotten everything the Lord did for me and I'm complaining again. Again. I, and I'm like, oh, downs are the worst. <laughs> right? Like I'm an Israelite. I am like, uh this manna that you provided is not tasty. Does it taste like a donut? Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, will you tell the story of Red Sea Road, the, how it, the song came about? And Oh, man, yeah. So I, um, I, my sweet friends, it's so sweet to have co-writers yeah. who are also dear friends. We've been, actually, we were just laughing I mean, not laughing, but yesterday kind of quoting song lyrics that we've written to each other, yeah. back to each other, yeah. just saying, yeah, we just the same thing. Like we still right. need to remember. And I'm so thankful we wrote this when we did because the Lord knew that I would need to sing it now. Yeah, and, um, that's right. That is such a gift. So we, um, so I, so we, they came over one night and we were, um, just catching them up. And I, Annie, the last two years, and now we're like coming really up on like two, like from when I started writing the record, yeah. the two years before that. So really it's almost three years now, yeah. but there were two years. Um, and I was in the middle of them as I was writing this record that were so full of suffering and sorrow and loss. Mm-hmm. Um, not as much for my personal family. It was so crazy. I wrote most of the record and, um, I'd written most of the record and like wrote find you here while we were already in pre-production. Yeah. Like that oh, diagnosis wow. for my dad actually happened. We had started pre-production for the record. Yeah, and so okay. we walked through, it was literally like the Lord is again, it's like, here, you've lived all this. I've taught you all this. L- let's walk through it again. Let me right. remind you again. Right. Let me remind you again. Yeah. Um, so, so interesting that that song starts the record too. Isn't that crazy? Cause it crazy. was the last song yeah. that was written. Finding oh, here's the last cool. song that was written for the yeah. record, which is wild, but, yeah. um, cause it literally didn't exist. We had right. picked out most of the songs already. That is so cool. And I love, I love so behind the scenes, behind the scenes. And actually when we recorded that song, my dad was having surgery that day. We were recording just a, uh, scratch vocal, which yeah. is, means the one that you sing so 
all the so musicians can play to it yeah. and it's keeping the rhythm and they kind of can sense what you're feeling and kind of match that emotion. Got it. The same so, day. The same day. So surgery. we were doing a scratch vocal with Ben Shai, the other producer. Dad was in surgery. I left the studio, went straight to the hospital and brought a little MP3 of that song in the oh, hospital room and we listened oh, to it and yeah. it just, my mom has a picture of my dad and I just hands raised in the air in a hospital room yeah. listening to that song and we actually ended up keeping that scratch vocal. That's the one. You never do that normally. Right. But yeah, that's, we just oh, literally I put love it. it. So, so, so that's exactly what we hear you singing. That's exactly what we hear. Oh, and Ellie. for the record, Kill my mom me. would want me to say this, but my dad is in remission now, which yeah, has been really, right. it's a, it, we know that that's not the end of every cancer story, but it's a, it has been, um, and he, you know, and God was good either way. God was good either way. He yeah. displayed it in this way. Yeah. And yeah. so we, um, it has been a really sweet gift for my family to get yeah. to like record that song in the middle of all, you know, of everything. <laughs> crazy. crazy. So anyway, it really hard two years. Um, everything, um, just walking with dear, like some of like our people, you always talk about your people. And yeah. We were walking with some of our people through, um, just, Oh, heartbreaking circumstances, losing children, um, divorce, cancer, and, and another family addiction rehab. I mean, just, yeah. you know, like a lot of heartache and, right. um, and fertility, you know, just the list, like all the things in life that yeah. can be so hard and so feel so broken. And, um, I was just, I was literally telling them, um, some of these stories, um, and there's a, a specific story of a friend, one of the friends that we've walked through infertility for years, a private adoption came up like out of nowhere. They weren't even looking for it. Mm. And then the mom um, who contacted them tragically, like in a really tragic way, lost their baby at 28 weeks that oh, they were going to adopt. And so she was packing up all these gifts that people had given right. her um, and she, there was this little pair of baby shoes um, that somebody had given them, and and they had a note attached. Um, and it's this was this pair of shoes was given to them when they were in the two years of kind of infertility. Yeah. And it says, um, it says these shoes are to remind you that sometimes it takes a community to see a promise fulfilled. Mm. And we're aching with you, and we're hoping with you. And mm. so she was packing up this box, just you know, weeping. Yeah. And she's about to put this little pair of shoes on top of you know, basically what felt like a box of broken dreams that she was packing up. Yeah. And she felt like the Lord spoke to her and he said, Hey, I didn't tell you those shoes are for hope. And I didn't tell you to pack your hope away. Ooh. And hope doesn't belong in boxes. And I need you to take those shoes out. Wow. And so I was, I was telling this story to them and we were literally like, oh. <laughs> right. And Krista oh. Wells um, pointed us to this Amvos camp blog that says, um, we believe that an unseen hope makes a red sea road where there seems to be no way. Mm. And that was such a beautiful description of what God was doing for me and for our community in the midst of overwhelming, unbelievable grief that felt like it would swallow you whole like That's the right. ocean. He was making a way for us to have hope yeah. and a way for us to carry on when it literally you couldn't, we, yeah. we couldn't do that yeah. on our own. And, um, so we wrote the song. I felt really confronted with the choice that night of saying, okay, I can, I can choose to despair. Cause this feels like a really broken, <laughs> yeah. like, this feels like the right time to despair. <laughs> this feels like the right time to yeah. just throw your hands up yeah. and say, what on earth, God, like, where are you in this? Yeah. And, um, 
And I, I felt confronted with that choice to despair or to hold on to hope mm. and to believe that his promises are, are true. And in Exodus 14, 14, when the Israelites literally have suffered for years out of, they've been in slavery and then there's an army behind them and the ocean in front of them. Um, God is saying this in Exodus 14, 14, you need only to be still, the Lord will fight for you. Yeah. And that is so, that's the opposite of just, it's so hard to believe when right. you are in the middle of great grief. I think for me, my tendency is I want to do everything and fix everything and just make it better. Yeah. And he's saying, I'm with you and I'm for yeah. you and I haven't forsaken you and I'm not going to. Yeah. And um, so I literally, that song came from literally walking on the ocean floor. Yeah. And, and it is like good. a scary, crazy place to be, to trust God in that place. Cause I'm even thinking about the Israelites, like walking through like water on both sides. That couldn't have been like so fun. Yeah, amazing. So like, casual. This is terrifying. Yeah. Like it is terrifying sometimes to trust God with your yeah. future. Some of the tr- illustrations people have done where they're like fish swimming and right beside them and so pretty. they're like walking an through. Yeah. I'm like terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Crazy. Cause how do you, how did they know? That the water wasn't just going to crash in while they were there. Right. How did they know? I know. So I I just, and and I love like the first, I, so I did some research later. So we wrote that song and it was, I just, I needed to sing it. I'm not mm. going to bury my hope, Lord. Yeah. Because because you go before me and That's you right. go behind me. That's right. And what does it look like instead of like looking at these impossible circumstances? And we're faced with those every day. Like, Lord, how am I going to do this? But if you're leading me here, you are going to make a way for yeah. me. Yeah. Like, and so what does it look and like? And you finish every story you start, right? Boom. He finishes every story he starts. And so we can believe what we can't see. That's right. He always finishes it. That's right. And yeah. it, even if when it's hard to, even when we can't see, like yeah. it is, you're like, no way. There's yeah. no way that there's a way through this. And so I love that that Red Sea Road was wit- written. Um, it wasn't the end of that friend's story, and yeah. the Lord has really brought a lot of um, healing to that. Um, and even when the Lord brings healing, it doesn't mean the suffering wasn't there. That's but right. the suffering is the stories that we get to tell of how God. Meta. I mean, it's so I love that this record was written really in the middle of suffering, not yeah. on the other side of it, looking right. back. Right. Like that's sort of more where we are now. And yeah. so um, it is it was just such a gift to we just wept our way through singing yeah. that. And um, it was really sweet. We sent the song to Anne immediately after we wrote it. And the Lord was really, we sent it to her in Boxer. She's a Boxer. Yeah. Oh, she loves She boxer. loves the Boxer. I hate it. She oh. loves it. The only way you can get Anne. Is Boxer. No, worst. it is. So we sent her the chorus. And um, and in some ways, this is kind of her story to tell. So I don't want to give too many details. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, it was she and her husband were driving to do, they were driving into the impossible and walking yeah. into something that felt really hard. And like, God, how are you asking us to do this? Yeah. And she had literally just said to Daryl, her husband, I don't see how, I don't see how, I don't see a way that we can do what God is asking us to do. And literally inspired by her blog post, we sent her a song immediately after those words come out of her mouth. When we can't see a way, he will part the ways. (laughs) And so she boxers us back immediately sobbing. Sobbing. And then we're sobbing because I think um, it's just good to be reminded that God sees us and he knows what we need to hear Mm -hmm. and he hasn't forsaken us. And it was such a, it was just one of those Ebenezer moments where you're like, okay, Lord. 
It you reminds do. me that when you think of someone, you need to text them. Text them. And you need like oh. when something comes to your mind, you're like, why can't I stop thinking about Ellie? I need to just say to Ellie, I'm praying. I just prayed for you because I can't get you off my mind because because we have no idea. We have no idea. We have and and what a gift. And maybe there's nothing going on and and they just feel loved okay. and thought yeah, about. That's right. But man, what God is always writing stories and always working yeah. on our behalf. Yeah. And so I love that posture of like, okay, Lord. Who do you want me to love today? Who yeah. Do you, who do you? Who's, who are you who's the Ann Boss Camp that is waiting to hear that there's going to be a way? Yeah, I know. We get to be a part of that. We get to be a part of that. I mean, that's the work we, we, I feel honored we get to do is we get to be a part of that. And we get to say to people, believe the opposite of what you feel. Ooh. You know, like, I, I know what you feel. <laughs> don't care. I don't care. Believe the opposite. I know you feel like God's forsaken you. He hasn't. Yeah. I know you feel like you're alone. You're not. I know you feel like nothing's going to work out. It is. You know, like we, we get to say to people, don't act what you feel. You know, feelings aren't supposed to drive. They're just supposed to ride. Right. You know, you're yeah. allowed to feel them. Yeah, I'm not telling absolutely. you not to feel them, but yeah. just don't let them drive the car. Yeah. I'm like, man, that is the work we get to do. It is. You know, you do that work really well, Ellie. I'm telling you, you that, it, I mean, I love all your albums, but I'm feeling teary. Your Red Sea Road. It just, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's so, it's so sweet. And honestly, um, it was a, it, uh, it was a heart. Sorry. I didn't, I wasn't, I'm like literally trying to swallow back. I know. <laughs> Me too. Um, it was not an easy process recording this record and, um, we did not finish it on time because of yeah. everything that was going on with my dad and my mom also lost her mom yeah. in the middle of all of this. So it was like a struggle. Um, it, recording it and I was so bummed that we were we missed this deadline I was so ready to get it out and um I cannot tell you the amount of stories of people saying I got this diagnosis this day and the next day Red Zero came out I heard that just the time like God knows better than we do like his ways that's right are higher than ours and and so it has been such a gift to feel so small um, and to see, to see him just show off and be so big right, right. and say, I know all these people and I knew that this person needed to hear this song yeah. at this time. And when you write your books and as you're walking through whatever he's giving you and you're writing it down, like there are people that he knows that are going to need yeah. to hear that. And the sweet thing is, time. is we just do the work and hand it back to him and he goes, thanks. Okay. Thanks. I'm going to do some stuff. Let with me that. do my thing. And then, and, and Annie, I've got the next, you keep going. I'm going to do with the work, what I need to do. And that's what he's done with Red Sea Road, Ellie. So, all right. I love you. you Thank you for that record. Yeah, absolutely. So unlike a normal podcast, I just never really got the chance to ask Ellie what sounded fun because it just didn't really fit. So we just kind of ended it with telling each other how much we love each other because that's real friendship, y'all. She is one of my very dearest and one of the best. And I really hope you enjoyed hearing kind of the behind the scenes of Red Sea Road. And that album is just incredible. So I hope you've already started downloading it and have made it a part of your life. If you did not already have it, you should definitely grab it as soon as you can. If you enjoyed the conversation with Ellie, we have other great musicians that I have gotten to sit down and chat with, like Dave Barnes, Matt Wirtz, the couple from Grayson Reed. And in fact, we have a great podcast episode from around Christmas with Ann Voskamp, who Ellie mentioned is the reason she even got on the train to write the Red Sea Road song. So you can go back and check those out. I think you'll really enjoy the conversation with Ann. Ellie is super easy to find on the internet. She's ellieholcomb.com and Ellie Holcomb across all the social media 
pieces and places, and I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, you just name it. I am Annie F. Downs, F as in fancy, or Falcons, you know. So sad. Still, it's, our, it's been a month since we lost the Super Bowl, and I'm still still feeling it, you guys. Oh, so, so sad. So thanks for joining us today. I hope you really enjoyed that conversation with Ellie as much as I did. I totally loved it. I just love her. She's such a gift, and I just think the world of her. So, And she's singing to us in the background, so she will be our background music as long as she wants to be. I totally love it. I love that you get to hear her every week like you get to hear me. So she's she's a better singer than I am, so you're lucky that I don't do that part. I hope some of your fun today involves listening to Ellie's new record, and I am going to go do the same. Makes me want to listen to the record all over again straight through today. So hope you have a great day. Go out and do something that sounds fun to you and I'll see you next time.